Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast, where we discuss today's industry-leading tips and techniques to sell your product, invention, merchandise, affiliate links, anything you want to sell or grow 100% free with YouTube. We have leveraged YouTube for over $41 million in sales in the last 16 months for free. And our goal now is to give businesses and entrepreneurs the exact playbook we use. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe so you can hop on our live Q&As and dive deep into your channel with Jackson. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube or look in the show notes below for a link to subscribe. Now, here's your host, Jackson Wilkie. Hey, in this live that we do every single Wednesday, we're discussing real estate YouTube channels, how to get free leads from YouTube with eight channels now in eight states. We're probably going to do just over a hundred million dollars in real estate sales all for free. So that's what we do is we discuss exactly what's working today, what's not. And if you've ever seen a living in channel across the nation, that is something that we invented. And not only that, we teach it 100% free. So if you want to learn how to grow a real estate YouTube channel, that's what we're teaching right here today. It's your opportunity to ask me any question that you have, where you're at, whether you're brand new to YouTube, never uploaded a video, or you've got 100 videos, what's working, what's not, ask me anything, and also growing and scaling businesses. So with that being said, uh, my name is Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies. And in this channel, we teach real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, mortgage professionals exactly how to grow those YouTube channels that gets them millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. If that's what you want, make sure you tap that subscribe button. Click the little bell so you're notified every time we get do a new video, every time that we go live, which is every single Wednesday, this time at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time so that you can come in and ask me anything. So with that being said, I got a few of you out in the audience like always. I can sit here and talk all day, but I really enjoy answering questions. That's where we get the best topics, the best information, and so that you guys can learn and grow. So I see you guys out there. Make sure that you're commenting, that you can see me, that you can hear me, and all of those questions that you have. We'll talk about a few things coming up while we're waiting for all the questions to come in. But first of all, any of you out there, make sure that you comment, that you can see me, that you can hear me. Howdy, Jackson. There's Lily. Awesome. Must be able to see me. What kind of questions do you guys have? Things are changing. You know, usually this is our slow time of the year, January, February, but we're starting to get into the to the spring times. You know, I remember last year, we basically didn't close a YouTube deal through January, February, March-ish. So like about April, it was tough. But now with a lot of these channels, the pipelines built, we've been able to, to close quite a few new uh, clients, you know, through January and February. It was awesome compared to last last year's first quarter. So it takes time. Building these pipelines is, is is tough and can be tough to watch sometimes, but just know all this hard work you're doing is paying for the future and it's just always you know, gonna work for you forever. So with that, what up playa? We can hear and see, perfect. You guys start stacking up the questions. You know how I work. I, I got a, you know, a bunch of you out there, I only got two likes, so smash the like button. Stack me up with questions. I don't care what it is. Scaling and growing businesses, partnering with us, YouTube videos, titles, what's working, what's not. Stack up these questions so that we can get in depth today of what we, what you guys really need. And the first thing I'm going to start with while the questions come up is, you know, I've been in the clubhouse a lot lately and, and it's been awesome. You know, a lot of people asking questions, but I am hearing everybody in there steer people away and go for the new shiniest objects on planet Earth, which is short form content. And they're just saying, you must be doing YouTube shorts and you must be doing TikTok and you must be doing reels. And a lot of these people, I know they get some business from it, but they're all leading with followers and views and subscribers. And I hear it and I went down those paths of doing all those videos and didn't get anything. And they're here today, gone tomorrow. I'm not saying they're bad. If you want to do short form content and live on the TikToks, I'm sure you can get some business from it. But now you got to be on there three, four times a day doing short little videos. And just, I like to wrap my brain around, okay, I watch YouTube shorts rarely, but I do. And I watch YouTube or, or Instagram reels all the time and videos on there and they catch me and they're entertaining. But it's usually like dunk highlights because I like basketball, golf swings because I want to get better. And it's a bunch of entertainment, but I'm not making any purchases from any of those videos. I just sit there and get glued in. But when I want to go buy a new like $100 golf wedge, I sit there and I'll watch like 15 
YouTube videos for like an hour just to buy $100 wedge. So I feel that the power is in the long form content of not only buying something, but like creating a connection. Hey, you know, I tried all three of these wedges. You know, if you're a 20 handicapper, man, this one just it didn't matter if I miss hit it, it still went forward. It's down in my description below. And that's what's working, right? And so um, everybody's trying to steer you to, towards all the short form content and that it's the, it's the big thing and, and you got to get in early. And yet YouTube has like nobody out there, long form content. And, and it's, you have the ability to rank sometimes for these videos if you get a good long video out there and it'll stay forever and it'll be placed in the laps of people most likely to watch it, which are people moving to your city and they'll call you. A lot of people that are in my comments right now are getting reach outs, lots of reach outs. And so just be mindful as you know, we're always chasing this shiny object and going down, if it's not you, First and foremost, what I like is storytelling. So you got to be yourself. I was just, you know, our team at EXP, this is the first Wednesday of every month. So the first Wednesday of every month, our entire teammates, whoever joins us at EXP, now we do private coaching sessions. So we were just in there for like three hours today and I'm diving into people's channels, analytics, and we're, we're practicing scripts and everybody's struggling with their videos and they're, they're scripting everything. And so we went deep into what works for them, who they are. That's what works in YouTube. You may not be Jackson Wilkie. I, I moved to these new areas. I had the story of what it's like to, to move there from somewhere else. I didn't at first. At first, I was all about being the local Portland guy, the top real estate agent. And I never got any business from that because it, it wasn't me. And I had to script it and I had to make it up. And it was so uncomfortable all the way down to what I wore. I wore button up shirts and like dress pants. I thought that's what I had to look like. I learned quickly that the more comfortable I am on camera, Whoever I am, that's what needed to be there. And so that's what I do. So I started wearing just shorts and t-shirts and, and that's what exploded our channel. I was exactly who I wanted to be. I talked about being new there, talked about being a new agent and, and that attracts everybody because now I'm being honest. So you have to understand who you are first, especially if you're in some of these other markets with other agents, you're trying to copy what they're doing. And that's what I see all these agents do on short form content is they just see this person do a TikTok video and they copy it. And then, oh, I'm doing it. It, it, it's, it can't be that. You need to answer the question. You need to be you. And so with that, I see a bunch of questions that are stacked up. Start stacking up these questions because that's what people really want to hear. You know, and that's what's really going to help all of you guys. Stack up the questions, guys. What's working really well for you on titles or video topics? So that goes into what I was just talking about. Everybody's struggling for all these video titles and uh, it has to be a perfect 100 out of 100 YouTube or TubeBuddy SEO score. What's working? Living in, moving to. My story. Things you need to know. 10 reasons you would never want to live here. And being honest. So what I found more or less is just doing a bunch of videos with living in or moving to. And find the major city. So you're in Denver. You know. So like moving to Denver. Things you need to know. 10 reasons you never live in Denver. You know the cons of living in Denver, Colorado. And so what I'm leaning more towards is doing the the negative aspects of, of what it's like to live there. And you might be like, holy crap, I can't do that. I'm not just ragging on where I live. I'm not just ragging on these cities. I'm bringing up the obvious. Okay, if you struggle, if you like working out and you struggle, you're more of like, you're used to zero sea level. And every time you get up into like a thousand, 2000 feet of elevation and you like pass out, it's hard of breathing. You may want to recheck Denver because it is sometimes, you know, it's the mile high city, 5,000 feet up in the air, 6,000 feet. And so it could really uh, negatively affect you. But we understand that doesn't happen to a lot of people. But I'm telling you right now, if you do like working out, running, training for marathons, if you go anywhere else, but you train in Denver, you're going to crush. You're actually going to be doing better at marathon. I'm totally making this up, by the way, but I think it's true. But that's the kind of stuff like, but if, if you are moving here and high elevation takes your breath away, I'd probably rethink it. But if you like want to see that snow, you want these incredible vistas, these views, and if you want to train on your bike or running and you love that, man, once you get good, you, you, you'll be out of air first and quick. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, once you get the lungs here in Denver, you can go anywhere and crush it. So uh, that's number one. Two, if you don't like snow, don't move to Denver. Um, we get a lot of snow. In fact, there's things you need to know like south-facing slopes versus north-facing slopes. If you come from a warm city, you're never going to understand north facing versus south facing when it comes to actual snowfall. So um, the thing about it is, you know, if, if you don't mind the snow, it really doesn't matter. But if you're like, okay, I'll, I'll do a little bit of it, but I want it to burn off. 
you're probably going to want to find a house or a side of a mountain that is south facing where you're facing the south because when the winter hits and this is what i talk about in north idaho all the time uh because it's the same you know the sun is up to the north and it goes you know east to west but it's always hitting the south facing slopes and so i know that as a hunter because all of the elk and the deer they will sit there 12 to 14 hours a day on south facing slopes just soaking up sun I like to go shed hunting. I like to find horns. And so that was, though we always hit south facing slopes, but just understand, you know, here in Denver, here in Idaho, whatever, you're going to need to know that. So this is what's really working with is, is not like a perfect title. Your city, your suburb is it. You just got to rank for it. And so how to rank for it is not having, yes, you got to have the, the titles, tags, descriptions built out. I teach that. That's easy. Now it comes to you looking yourself in the mirror and being you. I'm Jackson Wilkie. I talk about my stories, right? And people try and script my stuff and they try and be me and it doesn't work because they're not talking their stories. If you're a 60 something year old real estate agent and you're sitting there going, well, I have the newest technology, so I'm going to send you all this technology and no, hey, you know what? I'm 60 something years old. I like to live here in Bend, Oregon, you know, and, and it's just my lifestyle. You know, I used to live here. I used to live there. The one thing I like about Bend, it's pretty, pretty normal weather, you know, throughout. Yeah, we get a little bit of snow here. But, uh, you know, for the most part, we get sunny days. We have, you know, Fazio golf courses right around here. You kind of get the four lifestyles. Man, there's a river that cruises right through town, music, breweries. It's kind of my thing. And to be brutally honest, man, I still love the art of a real estate deal. You know, the people that I'm truly helping, I go through. They, they really like to look at all the paperwork. They like to look at all of the loan documents. And I go through that because I'm still, the man, I, technology ain't my thing. My kids, my business partners, they can definitely crush on, on uh, the technology aspect. But me, I'm still kind of the old school. So I really like when people reach out. I help them not only find their spot, but we're going to go in depth of the process of what it's truly like to move, relocate, and most importantly, buy a house. So we'll go through everything. That's where I, I, I love because I came up, you know, old school where we were meeting face to face all the time and we had to go through all this paperwork together. And I found that, you know, my clients like that. If you're straight up technology and you don't even want to talk to me and you just want to click buttons. Yes, I can actually, you know, I have business partners who can do that. We do have the technology and I can, I can help you with that for sure. I can get you to the right person. It's just not me, right? Now you're like, you're working both worlds. And so when it comes to titles and what's working on YouTube, everybody is is going away from who the hell they are. And they're trying to be one person. They're trying to see this video, copy it, and, and it doesn't work. The, the reason I'm so successful on YouTube, no matter where I go, is I just literally am myself, 100%. I wouldn't live this area, are you kidding me? Like, I, I came here, I thought this was gonna be the perfect spot, had the incredible schools, it was close to this. I get there, I just, I, like, there's nothing that draws me there. You know, in Fe North, North Scottsdale, it's like all lava rock and cactus in people's front yards, dude, no. You, like I have three kids. They're going to be stuck in cactuses all day. Get me down to the Gilbert Chandler areas because that's where it's green. It's just green forever. You think of Phoenix of just this desert. It's got gorgeous giant rivers carving right through it. The Salt River. You have Gilbert Chandler down south. It's green oasis. Like there is incredible areas. It fits my lifestyle. But if you want to be closer to the north, you want those lava style, you know, in the in the lava style rock paved that you can walk for miles. You can look at the mountains every day. That's totally your jam but it ain't me. So I just kind of own who I am. So people are really getting worked up on titles that that's the only way they can be successful on YouTube. And it's not, it's all about who you are at the end of the day. So guys, I only have one more question. There's a ton of you out there. First of all, hit the like button. Second of all, ask some questions. This is your time. I, I mean, I can sit here and talk, but that's not what this is for. This is for you guys. So I don't care what the question is, ask it from the most beginning question to advance to structure of our teams to anything. That's what I want to see. A lot of how's it going, Jackson? What's up, Jackson? Here we go, Liz. Now that you have found that tag word slash city that is working for your analytics, how heavy do you hit? Two videos on that one or another city or three videos on this city and none on the other? What I think you're saying and what, what I want to go with is, you, if you haven't heard me yet, I love that I get, I get the reach outs all the time. Jackson, I just posted a video. Will you check out my video and my channel and everything? Obviously, I can't do that for everybody. When when you partner with us, EXP, that's what we just did. I, I do that for our EXP partners. You know, we do live coaching calls and I do that, but I can't do it with everybody else. But I also was getting frustrated because people were shooting one, two, three videos and then saying it doesn't work. You know, you have to shoot a bunch of videos. In fact, I say 2010 ATS. 
Whenever I go into a market, I shoot the 20 videos that I know works. From there, I'll release them and, and, and I can start diving into the data. That's how I became a YouTuber and, and that's how I know how to do this stuff. So I didn't make it up. I have all these agents, even in the clubhouse, who are the YouTube masters and crack the code and yet they have a living in city channel and they're just teaching you a couple videos that work. They don't have my story of shooting hundreds of videos that don't work, right? Shops, restaurants, bars, interviews, escrow process, inspect. I did it all, but it didn't work. I had to become a YouTuber. And the only way I became a YouTuber was shooting shitloads of videos and understanding my data and my analytics. So I have the story of the pain points of what doesn't work on YouTube. And I know exactly what does. So when Liz asks, you know, when you find a tag or, or, or a word or a city that's working for your analytics, how hard do you go on it? I go hard. In fact, that's what I love doing is I'm going to use Houston. You're in San Diego. So you're going to use San Diego like crazy and talk about a couple of the city suburbs and get those good long videos. And then you'll start finding your um, drivers. So like Houston, Texas, my number one driver to the channel is the Woodlands, Texas. It's not even Houston. So the Woodlands, Texas is what's driving the most traffic. So I did a pros and cons of it, a cost of living. I did a map tour. I, I, I hammer the shit out of it. If people want that, they will watch every single video you put out. So put six of them out. Who cares? And then next year, do the same six and just update them. So yeah, it, it, you're not going to get punished. If you find two or three different city suburbs that are outside of San Diego getting a lot of traffic, hammer those and then do a comparison. Compare between the two of them. That's really big comparing. So Katy, Texas is another huge driver. And so is Sugarland. So I am comparing Sugarland to the Woodlands, you know, a lot. And so that's the kind of videos that we really need to be focusing on. So again, you got to start shooting lots of videos just like Liz has, man. I remember it wasn't even two months ago and she was new and just starting and she's just kicking ass and doing lots of videos. And she already sounds like found another city suburb that is driving a lot of traffic to her San Diego channel. Thank you, Liz. That's what I want to hear is you, you guys are doing that because I, I don't know what the biggest drivers to a lot of your cities are. All right, Trevor, what's up, my man? I live in Surrey, British Columbia. I think it's BC. Yeah. About 500,000 residents. Surrey is one of the main suburbs of Vancouver. As someone that is just starting, should I call it living in Surrey, BC or living outside of Vancouver? Again, you could probably be just fine with Surrey if a lot of people are moving there, if there's a lot of residents. But at the end of the day, Everybody knows Vancouver. So I would be hammering Vancouver. And then just like Liz did, you know, she found probably a couple other city suburbs outside of San Diego that are huge drivers. Some of them you may never have even known. So it not known about, but like, oh my gosh, I never would have guessed that, right? So I would lean more towards BC, uh, Vancouver area as a driver. And I know there's a couple other Vancouver channels out there. That's fine. Be yourself. Again, listen to the beginning of this. It's all about being who you are. And you'll attract your ideal clients. But you could go hyper-local on the uh, Surrey BC and just be it and just do it. I think you'll end up running out of content a lot quicker than if you focus more on, BC, on, on Vancouver. And if you get something in a different area of Vancouver, you don't want to work it, refer that out. You know, that's what we do all the time. So just so you guys know, you, you have to do the drivers of the channel, right? Portland, Oregon is the driver of our channel. And then I found out that the number one driver to the channel was Vancouver, Washington. So I do a shitload of videos on Vancouver, all the Vancouver suburbs. And then I found out Bend, Oregon was one of the biggest drivers to our channel. So I shoot a shitload of Bend videos, Salem videos, the coast of Oregon. You don't know it until you shoot them, but the drivers are usually the main hubs. All right, Kuna, my man. Should a transaction coordinator or buyer's agent be the first addition to the team? What is a fair payment system for these positions? I love this because you were someone, you know, it's taken you a while too, and now you're actually getting the business and it's time to scale. So Craig, this is something that you're going to have to look into your business and be like, what do I like doing least? To be honest, both. You, you probably need to do both. But a transaction coordinator, when it, according to me and Jesse, is worth all of the, the money, right? $400, 450 a transaction. We don't want to do any of that. In fact, when we were doing it, it takes so much time and effort. And there are great transaction coordinators out there that will do everything. Again, this is a question for Jesse on how we do it, but both of them will allow you to scale and grow. If you are trying to do just one or the other, you're just going to always stay doing a certain amount of production. You'll never be able to grow. And so when we had the Portland channel, we were doing about 12 million, then 14 million. 
that was the scale and growing because we were just at max capacity. I was maxed out on videos and editing. Jesse was maxed out on touring and, and closing clients. And so obviously we transaction coordinator we've had since the beginning. We hired the buyer's agents, two of them, stepped out of production and uh, we went to 50 million. So obviously we were the problem. Everybody is so scared of giving a piece of the commission away. I get it, it sucks. I remember looking at like these $800,000 clients and I'm like, all right, well that's $20,000. That's 10 grand to me, 10 grand to Jesse. And then if we <clears throat> split that 50-50, well, now it's only five grand to me. Like, oh my God, that 10 grand. I remember staring at one commission check and going, oh my gosh, that commission check means that bill, that bill, that bill, right? Now I have, I, I did a video the other day. You guys will see it. Um, just, since, just since I moved to Houston in August, up, into, uh, up to the end of the year, I had 54 commission checks. I mean, I don't even know when they come anymore. So the only way I got to those 54 commission checks in basically three or four months um, was letting other people do it. I take smaller pieces of the pie, but we went from that 12 to $14 million jump up to 50 plus million. And it's probably gonna go up to 60, 80 million now um, as we scale and grow. So you're, you're gonna wanna do both and you're gonna have to trust in these people. Obviously, you're getting a lot of business in. And if you don't scale and grow, we're doing this in Houston right now. He was trying to do all of it. And I, I told him, Joe, you will not take clients out anymore. If you have a home run that's in your backyard right here, you know, miles from the house or, or within 15 minutes, great. You know, because we have a couple like 1.5 to $2.5 million cash buyers close. He's like, I'm keeping those. Perfect. Okay, these other 500 calls that have come and all these clients that are calling, you are only taking the phone call. That is it. You will get that agent or that concierge, as we call them, on, and you're going to split that deal. So I'm like, Joe, I already see all the text messages and the emails and calls that you're dropping because you're out showing properties every day. And you think the more you do, the more money you're going to make. You're dropping 10, 15 deals. I see the comments. I see the the question or the, the text. I see the calls. Hey, tried reaching you a couple times. No reach outs. What the hell? Like that is so much dropped business because we think by just controlling all of it and doing this will grow. So this is what we love doing too. When people call and, and reach out to Jesse and I about partnering, it's not just like, Hey, we'll help you with your YouTube channel. It's scaling and growing teams at a mass level. We're getting broker owners who call us and they're like, how the hell are you guys doing what you do? And we can go in and, and show our systems and processes. So if you want more information on just teaming up with us to scale and grow your team, obviously shoot me an email or whatever, but it's not just like, hey, now we're going to partner and here's my course. No, dude, it's it's monthly call coaching calls like I did today for hours helping our, our clients, our, our partner agents with their scripts, what videos to shoot, how to shoot it, diving into their channels. Jesse's doing agent attraction. We're helping you grow businesses, step out of production, because ultimately, if you can step out and, and let other agents do it and just focus on bringing in the business, um, this stuff scales and grows. We're in year two of the Portland one. We've already had seven listings. We've already had multiple YouTube clients buy two and three transactions. We've already had multiple YouTube clients have their families, their friends come. It's going to get massive. We're going to have so much sphere business that that's going to be almost uncontrollable. Now we have all this other business coming in from YouTube. We're only thinking about it as today. And so you got to start positioning yourself to scale and grow uh, and have others so that you can get bigger and bigger and bigger. Then you'll take smaller pieces of the pie. You'll live wherever the hell you want. You'll do whatever the hell you want. So uh, long, long question, but or long answer to the question, Craig. But honestly, I'd probably start looking into both. If you have enough business to supply, start just delegating and, and having people close and, and, and having them, uh, you know, get get pieces of the pie. Love these questions again. I'll, I'll uh, kind of reset for a second. If you're new, if you haven't caught me, I'm Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies. We teach exactly how to grow real estate YouTube channels for free lead generation. There's a lot of people teaching it out there now after seeing our stuff. But, you know, I, I went down a long path of doing all the wrong videos and all the videos that these digital marketers told us to do, the shops, the restaurants, the bars, the inspections, the escrow process. It's all bullshit. It doesn't work. And I have a lot of those videos on my channel that still have no views. So um, I became a YouTuber. I understood the platform. Eight, 10 months of pain, misery, but I've nailed the scripts. I've nailed the videos, the, the titles, the tags, descriptions, thumbnails. And that's exactly what I teach you. There's a lot of people out here who are having a lot of success from my free content. And that's what makes me most proud. So if that's the information you want, make sure you tap that subscribe button. Click the little bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. I go live on this platform, YouTube, every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. So 
put it in your calendar, come join us. Are most of your videos talking head videos or vlog style? I'm gonna give you a little insight that I just shared with our partners at eXp who join us because they were asking me this too. I do both because that's who I am. You have got to realize what you're most comfortable doing. One of the agents who joined us said, you know what, every time I'm out vlogging, I just, I'm like so lost. I don't know what to say. And it's actually keeping me away from shooting videos. But I, I, know I have to do it because you do it. And I said, no, you don't. I do it because I love it. I, I created the real estate vlog because I realized how many people were searching these cities and I wanted to go out and show it. But I like doing that. I invented the GoPro Hero 7 in, in the vlog machine. Like I made that monstrosity that you see now. That's me. But I have agents. I have teammates who just do green screen videos or just sit in their office and they're way more comfortable and they can do better videos that way. So you do not have to do either one. Here's what I say about both of them. You need to, whether you're doing a vlog or, or a talking head style video, basically run people through stories. You need to capture them with a story. The hook out of the gate is a story that's happened to you or a client or something. And from there, the whole video is things that they need to know, but it's it's subtle calls to action of like, look, moving to Denver, Colorado, I'm telling you right now, you can get on the wrong side of Denver and it's going to be a miserable time. This is what I love. This is what I do. You reach out to me. You give me a call. We understand your lifestyle. Why are you moving here? That's what's so important because there's two or three areas you've never even heard of here in the Denver Metro that I know are going to fit your lifestyle that you've never heard of. So the only way we can help, you got to reach out. So talking head style videos seem to work better for me for getting views. I'll rip a 25 to 35 minute video of just stories and I get way more views um, and those tend to rank. The vlogs are what personalize me, right? Oh my gosh, I love how you actually get out there and show these streets or I love how you show that and, and I get to be myself wearing sh shorts, t-shirt, LeBrons, whatever and I roll like that's just who I am but you don't have to do one or both you, you can what one makes you most comfortable what one can you get the most content out and what one can you shoot the, the best long videos so I do a mixture of both but I I tend to go do the major vlogs first and get all of my b-roll which is super hard to do I get it it's like the hardest thing in the world to do but once you have that then you can do all your talking head and, and my editor can drop all that b-roll in there for future videos so if vlog vlogging is a whole different animal if it's too much for you and it's going to hinder you just stick with the talking head style videos are you doing a seller system anytime soon huge inventory shortage have buyers need houses any suggestions yeah, I actually started shooting some listing videos that I'm testing. I don't know if they're going to work. And this is everywhere. So everybody talked to, well, I have a shortage and I have clients. It is what it is. I, I mean, everybody does. There's no market that doesn't have a shortage. I mean, it just is what it is. You got to get more constructive. Like we're putting in, we're getting offers accepted like crazy with out-of-state buyers because of how good we are, the communication we have with the sellers and the listing agents of, let's talk to the seller and the listing agent and see what they want. Every seller is different. Some may want the inspection process wiped out. Okay, we'll, we'll just void the, the inspection. Some want, want top dollar. Okay, we'll come in a little higher. Some want, you know, rent back for two weeks. Okay, we'll give you rent back. Like whatever we have to do to get the offer accepted. So at the same time, I'm, I'm going to start experimenting with some selling stuff. I don't know if it's going to work. And I'm going to go down a path way different than anybody else. Here's five tips on getting ready to sell your house. That's bullshit. Like, Nobody wants to hear that anymore. And to me, it's just like, it, you, you're not yourself. I'm going to actually come at it as the objective realtor. Like, look, I get it. We have no inventory. You're like, I, I can just put my house for sale and I'm going to get 20 offers in seven hours. Like, why the hell would I pay anybody 6%? So I'm running people down. I shot one for, for our Portland channel. So it's not uploaded yet, but I'm going to see how it works. And Jesse was like, well, what if they go sell their house by themselves? I'm like, you're about as naive as some of my students. Like, who cares? It's a listing we weren't going to get anyways. And if that person does it, they're going to tell 99 other people, you know how to do it. And they're going to realize how much work it actually is. Because I told them, you're going to get it. You're, the first thing you're going to do, go get a new phone, new number, new phone. So pay for a new phone because you're going to get 8,000 phone calls from realtors. And what's going to happen is you're going to get annoyed at that. And so you're going to actually have some qualified buyers who want your house and you're going to you're not going to answer that. That's something that us as real estate agents, we only have real estate agents with active clients who are pre-approved. So we filter all that out. But yes, you can sell your house by yourself. Go get your own number because, you know, 12 months from now, 
if your house doesn't sell, um, you're going to be on some lists of, of house that didn't sell and you're still going to have realtors calling your personal line. It's going to drive you crazy. You're still going to have people calling you on your personal. So make sure you pay for a new phone. You're going to need to hire a sign guy, you know, call for a sign and you're going to need pictures, high end pictures. Do not do not go out there and try and, you know, do pictures with your cell phone or yeah, I used to do photography. Like it is totally different. Pictures say a thousand words. We have so many clients who won't even go look at a house because the pictures are bad. And I know the house is nice. I know where it is. So if you do crappy pictures, you're going to get crappy offers or no offers. So 500 bucks. And we like doing property style videos. Again, this is all cost that we absorb. As real estate agents, we spend thousands of dollars to market this and we get it out to thousands of syndicated sites you're more likely just going to put it to Zillow. So you're only going to get it to, you know, a fraction of the eyeballs. So you better stand out. You better get the best pictures and video done you can possibly do. Probably about $800. So make sure you schedule that. Um, next, you're going to have to get all of your marketing material. You're going to need signs, flyers. You're going to want open houses. So you're going to have to post that. Uh, I mean, I went in depth. I'm telling them 80 million things they have to do, even though us real estate agents know it's not as difficult. But now they're going to be so overwhelmed. I'm hoping they go, hey, but... I think I come at it with a story, right? And so I'm going to try that. That's what's going to happen. But I, I, and the other thing is like, where the hell do you move when you sell? So stay tuned. I'll, I'll shoot those. But at the end of the day, we're getting a lot of listings from our local videos as well. And Craig, you're, you're new into this too. You know, we've had about five listings from our YouTube clients, moved to the wrong area, got divorced. Oops, had a kid, need a bigger house. Yeah. We've had five listings already. So this is sphere business and they don't know anybody else. So just be patient with it. And I mean, one video isn't going to help you get a hundred homes for your clients. So at the, at the same time, it's good to have this problem. People are pretty explanatory or understanding of it. Jimmy, so you have it. Say you have an agent interested in working leads from the channel. How do you structure it when they are not with eXp versus when they partner with you and tr transitioning from one to the other? So we, the reason why it made all the sense in the world, eXp gets the worst rap on the planet earth because of the nasty ass recruiting. Like Hey, come join me. I'm going to make all this money and get out of real estate. I'm like, dude, you're the laziest piece of shit I've ever seen. Like that was how I was getting recruited. And so once we realized, okay, I have this thing with YouTube that I can help so many agents, but if I just help you, what do I get out of it? Nothing. So now I actually, once you join us at eXp, I can either help you grow your YouTube channel. You keep hundred percent of your deals, or I come in, you know, on certain markets and we split 50, 50 until a certain mark, but I'm going to blow your channel up ASAP and we'll build your team and scale your structures. Now I have all the vested interest because of the stock. Me and Jesse made $300,000 in stock uh, in, in our first year, $300,000 in stock in one year, just doing real estate. Secondly, you know, we earn revenue share, but we're not bullshitting anybody, not just join us and we make money off you. Like I'm help, actively helping you grow your YouTube channel. I'm actively handing deals up to people. And that's what allows you to scale and grow. Like Craig asked earlier, how do you, you know, transaction and this and that. Well, now at eXp, I have all these other sources of income coming in. They offset. So when I give more pieces of the pie to our agents, I actually earn revenue share and stock off that. I'm winning. Like it's okay. Now that agent's super happy because they make more on the deal. And so that's really how it works. Just reach out to me. We can go more in depth on that. But yeah, that that's that's why, you know, how why we partner first. If if you don't partner, then I, I really have no vested interest in it. So that's just how it is. But you earn so much extra extra and that's for any marketer. If you know Facebook leads, you know Google at whatever it is, if you know something that you can help people, then it makes all the sense in the world because now you can give that away for free when when agents join you because you want them to go out and do a thousand home sales, even if it's in your own market. I help agents in my own markets all the time now if they join us because I want them to do a thousand home sales. Like that, that helps me. Where else in the world has it ever made sense to help your direct competition? So just shoot me an email if you guys ever have questions on that and then I can help you personally. Should I adjust my video release times, days to hit prime viewing times living in Tampa? Um, you never really know. I'll, I'll tell you right now, evenings and weekends are the best. So just load up. If I do one video a week, it's usually like a Friday afternoon. So I'm going to get that Friday afternoon traffic and the entire weekend. But at the end of the day, I've, it's easier to train your audience. So I would just be more, if it's one a week, Hey, Friday's at 4 PM Eastern time. You know, I release videos or Thursdays at 2 PM Eastern. I release videos. If you train them, that's what I've learned. You guys should, when I click the live button on here at first, I would maybe get one or two people. Now I click the live button, boom, 25 people show up. They know Wednesdays at one, I go live. Uh, whether it works for you or not. So it's actually, you know, I've 
TubeBuddy and everything tells you on your channel when, when to post your videos and the best times, you can go by that. But I'm telling you right now, you can train audiences. But I have found nights, so afternoons, 3, 4 p.m. your time, and weekends are the best. And then holidays, 4th of July's, Christmas break, Thanksgiving's, whatever. During those periods, people are off of work and they are consuming content all day long. So I load up for weekends. All right. Hey, Jackson, hope you're well. Is the TubeBuddy score at the end or is it the end all be all? Sometimes living in or 15 reasons gets low score, but I know people will find it versus something less general with a higher score. So again, my words get misconstrued a lot. At the end of the day, 15 things to know about living in Austin, Texas. I believe you're in Austin. Yeah, that, that doesn't get searched. People don't type 15 things I must know. Austin, Texas gets searched like 50 million times a month, right? You got to own Austin, Texas. How do you do that? You make these videos like 15 reasons you would never want to live in Austin, but you better not be all cute and perfect on there and, and have a four minute video about, oh, there's really nothing wrong with it. Um, it's kind of warm, kind of like, you know, some people here and the prices are, you know, they're kind of expensive, but not that bad if you're coming from California. No, like dude, be brutally honest. So Again, TubeBuddy scores will absolutely drown you and keep you from shooting videos when at the end of the day, you got to own cities and suburbs. Those are your keywords. What you put before and after are what help you to get clicks and your video better be long and honest. So just want to square that up with you guys that um, sometimes TubeBuddy, I use TubeBuddy for so many things like split testing thumbnails, all of my metadata tagging, but I've shot so many hundreds, if not thousands of videos now. I, I know what to put and say in these videos. So now the only thing I focus on is I want to have the longest and best video. I'm four and a half weeks along, 12 videos, and the subs and views are crawling along. Ha ha. Sure, you can remember that phase. Taking all your advice. Thanks for all you do. I must be the dumbest human of all time because I go through that phase multiple times. As you guys go through it once, I do it all the time. And I've had channels. I was just talking about this. People come to me with three videos and go, your shit doesn't work and I'm not getting views and I'm not... And I'm like, good Lord, like you got to put some work into it. You got to start learning what videos work best, how to be yourself on camera. I shot 75 videos for Seattle, 75. And I didn't get shit from it. I shot them long. I shot them good. It was all renters. And, and then it, like 75 freaking videos. And finally, it started picking up. Finally, it started getting some good stuff. Finally, it started dropping into the laps of buyers. Now we're closing, you know, millions of dollars. I did 75 my style videos long form and it took me, I didn't give up, you know? And now I have the gal that we partnered with. She joins the EXP. I just gave her that channel uh, and she's shooting videos and crushing it. She just shoots like 15 minute videos at her computer and is knocking it out of the park. And they're not even like, hey, Jackson anymore. They're just like, what's up, Tova? Hey, we're moving. And, um, you know, we're getting a lot of million dollar buyer. It's a super expensive market. So if you're in a very expensive market, it can be tough. You'll get more renters, but yeah, four and a half weeks and 12 videos in, man. That's, I mean, yeah, you're, and you're new. Now, if you were to start brand new, those 12 videos would be way better, right? And, and so you'll just, as you keep shooting these videos, our Portland channel has like 250 videos and it took me like 80, 100 to even figure out what the hell I was doing. So yeah, 12, 12 videos is, is awesome. I'm just pumped that you did that many and you're not giving up. Do you, someone like an ISA taking your calls or are they routed to an agent on your team? Wondering what the best way to handle calls. Yep. Another thing, you know, we hand off a hundred percent of our calls to our agents. They got the scripts in place to, they, they never, ever, ever do I or Jesse have to jump on the call and, and just me because I'm the one traveling doing all these other channels. If there's somebody who has to, has to talk to me, I just say, you know what? I'm the video marketing guy. I love video. I partnered up with so-and-so because they are the best real estate agent ever. And I'm not. I realized quickly, like I can't help clients with purchasing a home that well, but I can, I can help clients better than anybody in this market figure out where they need to live. But when it comes to closing time, you don't want me. You want so-and-so because they freaking close deals. So that is our partnership. And they're like, oh my gosh, that makes total sense. Please have them reach out. That's rare, but that's how I say it. So yes, we get agents to join us. And then they handle 100% of the business. We don't answer any phone calls. So it's hard. It's one of the hardest things to do. But again, it's something that we help our teams, you know, scale and grow with. Um, that rounded out all the questions. So guys, you got, you know, I'm here for you guys. These are great questions. I love these. I'm seeing a lot of you keep showing up, scaling, growing. It's a beautiful thing. We are here for you. It's no fluff. Like 
how Jesse and I have scaled and grown this thing and we're still doing it. That's what we get in your ass about and, and teach you. We want to blow you up. And so I get it. Sometimes it's scary to make transitions and moves, but it's worth at least a conversation and then you'll at least know. So reach out to me, schedule a call. Just, hey, I'm interested. If not, cool. Take my free stuff. It's all there. Obviously, we have courses. We do have boot camps and stuff coming up. I need to get that link. We're going to have another boot camp. And that's not only just YouTube, but it's the systems. We get more questions now about the systems and everything. So I, I'm, I finally flipped the script on Jesse instead of leaning on me for all the courses. And I'm like, dude, people want the systems now. They're scaling and growing. So he's building out a, a course on how he's not only done this in one team, but you know, uh, we have eight YouTube channels and we're, and we're helping teams across the nation. So he's going to have that course coming soon too. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, but yeah, that wraps up the questions. I appreciate everybody coming unless something pops in here. I uh, appreciate you guys coming. This is life-changing stuff. It, it, it can be stuff that once you do these 12 videos in four and a half weeks, guess what? They're there the rest of your life. They never stop working. And sometimes videos just pop. It might be a year from now. And all of a sudden, one just freaking explodes and takes off. I've had it happen a few times. It's almost unexplainable, but the algorithm... It, it clicks and it goes. So here's another question. You guys stack me up with questions or, or this will kind of wrap up. Do you look for newer agents or experienced agents to partner with? So again, this is more of Jesse's realm and stuff that we teach. But what we've kind of realized is one, you have to structure it in a way to, if you get experienced agents that they don't just kind of like take a couple of deals and roll. We have both. One was a brand new agent. She's never done an open house. She's never cold called. She never had to pick up a phone, nothing. Just, we're gonna train you how to be an agent. And we worked her up to, we worked her all the way up to, you know, 50%. She gets half the money. I mean, she's making a killing, bro. She did like 40 something deals her first year. So she was a brand new agent. We trained her, we trained her hard. I remember there were some times Jesse's hard as hell on her, but at the same time, now she's like, oh my gosh, it makes all the sense in the world. now. I can get any offer accepted. And then we have a gal who was on a team. So Craig, the other thing is there's a lot of agents out there who are on these, sorry, bullshit teams where, hey, come join us. We have all this business. And then they show up day one and they're like, okay, you're going to hit that phones from eight to noon and you're never even going to get up and breathe. I want you just pounding the phones, pounding, 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 pounding. And then we're going to meet from 12 to two and tell you everything you're doing wrong. And then from two to four, you're going to hit the phones again or whatever. Like there's th that's how traditional real estate was. You cold call, you, you, you earn your keep. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'll teach you real estate and deals. And so there's people who love that stuff. Go do it. That's exactly what you should do. But new, new real estate's changing and we have all this shakeup in the world of all these people. So we got our second one. She was on a team cold calling like crazy, hated it and about to get out of real estate. And again, another mom, we love the, the moms just seem to kick ass. Um, so any mom out there, go you. She came over and now we were given, we're giving her these YouTube clients and she's like, Oh my God, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like all I have to do is just get these happy clients. This is insane. We're working her up too. And so she's like, Oh my God, I, I literally cold called and worked for this team for like six months. And I think I had like two deals. And, and by the end of it, even like an $800,000 deal I got, I, I made like five cents. So she's making more money. She does no prospecting. And so that's kind of what we, we look for, but it's all personality fit. You have to understand and, and notify these people that you're going to work around the clock, like weekends, nights. These people can only come on, on nights and weekends. So, you know, you, you have to, you know, allow these people to be understandable. But if it's somebody who has a pretty good business already, they're probably not going to want to do it. You got to get those hungry ones, you know, or new ones that, that have the time, uh, train them up. Just pass the exam interviewing brokers now. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there, Roderick. And I would say, and everybody in this audience is, no matter, it's not the brokerage ever. I, I talk about eXp because it just allows me to give give the most, right? And it pays me back. But I could do I could do real estate at Walmart brokerage. I, I don't give a shit what the brokerage is. I'm Jackson Wilkie and people call me. So there is no placard. Do not go to a place because of the the name of the branch and the brokerage. Then, then that's the brand, not you. So just understand when you're interviewing brokers, don't let them fluff you on leads, all of that. It's got to be a fit. What do you want to do? How do you want to get your business and wh who can they put in front of you and how can they help you? So that's the one thing, it, you know, calling your sphere and all that stuff. Sometimes it just doesn't work as a brand new agent, man. You got to, you got to learn, got to learn how to get leads calling you like this right there, baby. That's what I did. So I learned quickly that, you know, it wasn't the brokerage at the end of the day. It's, it's the people you surround yourself with. And so surround yourself with a good team, whoever you interview and interview a lot. You'll, you'll feel it. Ask them tough questions too. 
I'm leaving EXP for six months so I can come join your team. Well, we've had that happen a few times. I don't condone that. Do not. I, I don't ever tell anybody. It's not my thing, but we've had people do it for sure. And that's the thing. Some, some people get into EXP and join somebody and then they never see that person again. Sucks. I hate that. Like, that's not, not a way to conduct business. Average view time versus percentage viewed. Both of them are very important. And I am looking for basically a combination of both, but I am more average view, dura average view durations, ABDs. I like the more and more and more that I've shot this, it is 100% average view time. Um, those videos that I shoot that are 25 and 32 minutes long, I'm getting average view durations of 12 to 15, 16 minutes. And they're the ones that in a brand new market erupt thousands of views, but I have a real good knack of people keep or keeping people on there. So a percentage view to me is what gets taught by people who don't understand it. Yes, it's important, but if you get a hundred percent view duration on a five minute video and I get a 36% video or view duration on a 30 minute video, I'm, I'm at the, you know, 10, 11 mark, right? 10, 11, 12 minute video mark and 36% average view duration, which is what I have on my like 32 minute video. I have like a 14 minute average view duration. So I smoked you with your five minute video, even though it was 100%. And that's why my videos leap up quick. The other thing is that, you know, we are sharing these videos out there and it's crushing your view times and average view duration. So when it comes to videos, I'm going long form and I want a really good average view time, which is a good percentage. So sometimes I'm only in the 30 percentile, but that video is 30 something minutes long. And that's why I outrank everybody outranking really like the keywords are there. You know, if we all do a pros and cons of living in, in Utah, it's now going to boil down to, okay, which video is the best? Which one is keeping people on there the longest? And that's the one thing that I've found. And you can't just shoot a long video and make it work too. Cause if it's 30 minutes long, but people only watch two minutes of it, it's just not a good video. I've used my personal cell since the beginning. How should I transition to a number that can be shared with the team? Craig, my man, how many hundreds of times have you heard me? Even if you're brand new, don't put your personal cell phone in there. From now, day, like right now, today, we actually went from Grasshopper. We just switched over to CallRail. So I'm not condoning any system, but get a system, get a new number, and go from today. Change it in all of your video descriptions. Change it in all your, your about sections. Going forward, all your videos from now on need to be that new number. So with that being said, you'll still get number or calls to your to your cell phone. I get them all the time, but or or I get text messages. I don't even read them. Nothing. I screenshot them. I get the information. I send it right to the team. I do not answer anything anymore. But Craig, homie, come on. I told you from the beginning. But it's a good problem to have. At the same time, yeah, there's no way to scale and grow it if it's your own cell phone number. So make sure you guys are getting your own numbers. Well, dude, I recently shot a 30 minute, 15 reasons why not. Hoping YouTube does its thing. Is retention why you're Houston, Texas is growing faster than Portland. So yes, I had back surgery. I'm coming up on like my fourth week. Finally, it's kind of getting normal. So I'm excited this Friday to hopefully get released to do some physical therapy. Oh my gosh, back surgery is a bear cat. Why is my Houston, Texas going faster? Well, basically at the end of the day, yes, I am so much better on camera because I've shot thousands of videos. So I'm keeping people on for a hell of a lot longer. There's a hell of a lot long, more people moving to Houston, Texas than Portland, Oregon. You know, there's estimated 100 to 150,000 people moving here. I 1% of that's 1,000 to 1,500 deals. 1%. So when people think it's competitive out there, it's not. What it is, Frank, man, I, I just, I never say the word master, but I mean, I just, I know exactly what to say. And this is my huge beef against people who teach short form content is that you know, they always lead with followers and, and views and yet they're still paying for Zillow leads and Facebook leads and still in production. To me, I know to get to an actual buyer, they want to really research these things. And man, like I said, you can shoot 30 minute videos all day, but if, if they don't keep people on the platform, YouTube will not, you know, they will not place it out there. So you've got to shoot a lot of videos. Like there's nobody who shot more videos than me. I guarantee it. Like not even close. I have one channel that's probably has more videos than anybody who's ever done this in real estate. And that's one out of eight. Like I just know exactly what to say now, very general. And the problem is so many people try to be the top realtor or the top local or the top expert. And, and I see people taking my videos and reading the scripts. They, they're not me. Like you've got to own who you are. Frank, dude, you're a younger cat, man. You're not going to be living out in the suburbs where, where there's all the trees and sidewalks and parks and kids. But you, t you, you own that, dude. 
look, man, I'm still young. I still like to get out and, and, and enjoy the, you know, me and my homies, we, we went over to this rooftop bar the other day, dude, they got freaking beanbag tossed out there, horseshoes. It's one of the cool putting green out there. That's why I love living in this area. And I get a lot of my buddies, young professionals and people moving here. They're starting to make money. They don't want to waste their money on rent. This is an incredible area that's starting to explode. You have everything and you're going to build equity. Those suburbs out there, I might move out there once I have some little kids, some tricycle motors, but it ain't me right now. But if you do, here's the top areas that I'm helping clients move out to into the suburbs because they like this and this and this. So you own both of them, you get both of them. But until you own who you are, you really don't grow. And so that's the biggest problem I see with YouTubers and people is they, they think they suck. They, they can't, they don't know what to say. And it's because they're not being themselves. I want to hear your story. You know, I want to hear who you are and, and that's what really resonates. So living in Ottawa, another one that was my main man, we talked, you know, struggle with, with YouTube. And now is about six, eight months into it and crushing it in Canada. So follow him. He's doing a good job, but thanks Jackson for all you do, man. I love this stuff, dude. And again, it's my passion. I went down these paths of shooting all these videos that we were told to do and they sucked, man. And, and I'll tell you, there's nothing more awkward than going and interviewing a shop restaurant owner. Like they're messing up their words. You're always like, great, this is the greatest poke bowl I've ever seen. Cool. Like it's just hot garbage. Cool. You get your business cards out there. Cool. It's good for local stuff. Maybe Facebook. I don't deter it. If you want to do it, do it. But man, that's not what's selling homes that, you know, people don't care about, you know, shorties tacos down the, the road here. You don't even know what the hell that is or where it is. So how's that going to help you to buy a house. So I, I love, I, I appreciate people just saying thanks, you know, for what I do. Um, I do give it all away for free. I love that. A lot of people having a lot of success. And, um, you know, with that being said, th that's what this channel is all about. So make sure you tap that subscribe button, click the little bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. If you ever have questions about partnering questions, you know, about us teaming up, whatever, reach out to me. You got all my free stuff, hundreds of videos, Wednesdays, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time is this time for you to come live. We got, I love it. We got a lot deeper today on people who are actually getting business from this and, and how to scale and grow. That means it's for real. This shit really works. But Craig was another one. It took him a while to get going, but now he's obviously looking how to scale and grow. So it's whoever's going to be consistent, keep shooting videos, get better on video. And that's how it all happens. So with that being said, no more questions. I appreciate everybody today on the live and until the next video, guys. We'll catch you later. YouTube changed our lives and it will change yours too. Thanks for listening today. And as always, make sure to check us out on YouTube by searching Channel Junkies and join us live weekly on our live Q&A show. Don't wait another day to make money from home and get your business to the number one platform in the world where clients will be begging to work with you. Check out our free webinar in the show notes or head over to channeljunkies.com for your YouTube needs.